She brings it over, and now they're going to set up their offense with about five seconds left to go. Shot is over. Harrison down low to Diggs at the buzzer. Got it to fall. Raheem White out of the backfield in motion. They bring a blitz. Garrett drops. Garrett fires the ball down left side. Wide open receiver. Pass caught. Touchdown! West Virginia! Jaheem White caught it! Harrison brings it up the court. Step back three. Got it to fall. West Virginia shooting the ball very well from three-point range. And West Virginia gets the win. 94-40 here in the West Virginia Coliseum over the Youngstown State Penguins. Comes Kedrian. He attacks against Tomlin. Sends the ball back up to Stevenson for a three. Got it! West Virginia gets a win. 2-0 over the South Carolina Gamecocks. And they head to the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. Welcome back to the PRT Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Cornerby. Alongside Griffin Harper, Nico Corretto, and Andy will be joining us later. We're recording a little earlier today because we have a uh, staff meeting within the next couple of hours. So we're going to go ahead and start. Andy will join us. You'll probably hear that happen. Um, I will try to mute the mic so then it's just me talking at that point or Griffin talking because um, he has to go and share a mic with Nico. So um, it'll be a shorter episode today. So we're just going to get we're just going to start with it. Uh, West Virginia men's basketball. Obviously, has been a roller coaster of events, uh, as we all know. Um, they've gotten off, they were off to a really, really rough start, and they'll come back and they'll get a really, really good win every once in a while. Well, that really, really, really good win happened come Saturday against the third-rated Kansas Jayhawks, where West Virginia was able to outlast the Jayhawks ninety-one eighty-five inside the Coliseum. And West Virginia shot the ball extremely well, considering with all things considering, um, at least better than they have so far. Raekwon Battle put up 23 points. Pat Sumnick had 20. Pat Sumnick, it seems like every game he gets more, um, he, he breaks a career high every game. Um, except last one, uh, we'll talk about last night's game here in a few minutes, but I, I want to spend a lot of time on this Kansas game because I mean, it's big, it's huge. It's massive that you were able to be a team that is ranked 150th in the net and you beat the number three team in the country. That's impressive in itself. So I'm going to ask you this and it can go to either of you. Griffin, I would assume that you're probably going to answer first. Let's hear it. What was the factor in this game? It was, um, it was just the ability to keep up with them. Like, we never really trailed in the game. Like, I think the most we trailed was, what, like six? Like, yeah, we didn't trail. Something like that. We didn't trail that much. And then everyone was making yeah. the shots. We got stops when we needed to. I mean, it was a very high-scoring game. It wasn't really defensive at all. Yeah. But got the stops when you needed to. Yeah. And scored when you needed to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nico? Uh, well, Quinn, me and you were both in attendance for this game. So was Griffin. Griffin just was, uh, Oh yeah, Griffin, he was down low at, uh, he was in the lower. Yeah, but okay. So from what I saw, it was definitely, in my opinion, three-point shooting and rebounding. Uh, West Virginia dominated both those statistics. Yeah. The turnover battle, Kansas did win, but I feel like that went more into a bit of sloppy play towards the end for West Virginia. There were a couple times where they had a lead, then immediately turned the ball over, gave Kansas the ball. They end up tying the game. But either way, West Virginia wins, and the three-point shooting was massive. I mean, they shot almost 60% yeah. from three. Yeah, that actually led me right to my next point. Was West Virginia shot th- almost 
like you said, almost 60%. They shot 57.1% from the behind the arc, which is the best all year this team has done. Uh, they shot 14 threes in the first half and made 64% of them, made nine of them. Uh, and then in the in, it seemed like, you know, in, in the second half, they didn't really need to do it because they were making every other shot. They shot 29 times just a field goals. They shot 29 field goals, I should say. So um, West Virginia shot about 51% um, from field goal range and uh, 57% from three-point range and uh, also shot 84% from the free throw line, which is something this team has been struggling to do is make your free throws. And when you're playing a team like Kansas, it's very essential to make your free throws, and you most certainly did. Um Capitalize on people's mistakes. Exactly. They capitalized on everything that Kansas did wrong, and it just made everything ten times better. So Kansas, uh, they they got off to a really, really rough start, though. But I will say this. Johnny Furphy, he had 13 points. It seemed like he did not get a three. To, he went three for three. Yeah, he, right started, off he started off crazy. He I thought, started I th- off I really thought we were, I thought we were done like, immediately because he missed. Me too. Uh, Kevin McCuller played. Just like Kevin McCuller, 24 points. Hunter Dickinson, despite being absolutely dismantled down low by Pat Sumnick, had 19 points. Um, this West Virginia team is still going to have a chance to really make a little bit of a run. The rest of their schedule, obviously, they just got beat by UCF last night in a really, really tough battle um, in Orlando, Florida. They play Saturday uh, at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Then they will come back to Morgantown and play on Wednesday. We'll then play... Cincinnati, so there may not be an episode come next week uh, due to scheduling, um, just because um, me and Nico have rec basketball on Thursday. Unless we do it, I would say, I guess we could do it on Monday, technically, um, so we may have to do that. Um, and then they have then on then they have a game on Saturday at six p.m. Uh, BYU, which I would assume that you two will both be at. I will oh, not. I'll be there. I think I will be. Um, I will not. I'm going to – I have an event back home. Uh, so I won't be at that one. So it's going to be up to you all because I probably can't even really watch the game. So it's going to be up to you all to really uh, bring that one come two weeks. And then you got then you got to travel to Texas, which is a team that you were able to beat here. Can't even watch the game. Um, no, you can't watch the game, which stupid. is really dumb, actually. Stupid. Just stupid. Um. I'm going to have to like try to bootleg it. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to have to find out how to. If not, looks like I'm going to be listening to old Tony Caridi. Um And then you have TCU coming, or you're at TCU then that Monday. Then you travel back to play Baylor here. Um, that game at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. you got a lot of nationally televised games coming up for West Virginia. Actually, you really do. After you're stretching at TCU, you have... One, two, three, four, five, six, six straight games on national television. So some a way to make some noise, possibly. Uh, you can win some of these games still in the Big 12. I think you can beat Kansas State, truthfully. I, I don't. Uh, because you really hung with them most of that game, and then you just got tired. You're going to have your full roster. you got to think about most of these teams they've played already in the Big 12 that they're going to play again. They didn't have Jesse Edwards. I would assume Jesse Edwards comes back and plays uh, on Saturday. He he was available last night in emergency purposes, so then I would assume that now he'll be ready to play in Stillwater on Saturday. So we'll see how that goes um, about that. But this team just could not get anything rolling 
against UCF. The box score, here's what happened. It was Kirk Carissa who played 37 minutes and had nine points. But the big, the big talk was Josiah Harris was five for eight from three-point range and nailed 15 points. So all points coming from behind the arc for Josiah Harris. He played 20 minutes. Raekwon Battle only played 19 minutes due to him being ejected. I didn't really see what happened. I'm not going to go into that. I think that it was a terrible call, but that's just me. Um, and then on the other side of the basketball, it just seemed like UCF really got everything going. Um, they had three scores um, in double digits. West Virginia, Kerr Carissa had 37 minutes with nine points. Akuk Cook with seven points. Raekwon with five. Pat Sumnick was held scoreless. Um, first time in a while that's happened. Um, Noah Farrakhan only eight points. So just no scoring could get going for West Virginia in a 72-59 loss. Um, I would assume West Virginia bounces back heavily against Oklahoma State, who also is having a rough go in Big 12 play currently and in, in, in their season alone. Um, so I would assume that that's how they're going to risk. They, they got a chance to respond really, really well because when they come back and play on Wednesday, they got a really good Cincinnati team coming in. They do. They um, do indeed. I, I mean, the Cincinnati team held with Kansas yep. in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. And that's hard to do. West Cincinnati, Virginia was, Cincinnati's got size. And West Virginia was able to do that last year was hang with Kansas in Fog Allen Fieldhouse, but, you know, just could never get over the hump. And then this year they finally beat Kansas, which was a great, great, it's just a great thing for the fan base because they've been through so much with starting back in oh, when did it was May, right? Yeah, it was May yeah. when Bob got on the radio and said some things and then a few months later, about a month later, he gets arrested in Pittsburgh for drinking and then he comes in and Wait, he did? What? I'm kidding. Obviously. I was gonna say, my goodness. So then he gets arrested for drinking. Um, and then, but before that was suspended, I think five games. So you were going to play your first five without Bob, let alone. So it's going to be Josh Eilert anyways. You're going to have Josh Eilert basketball for five games. Then you come back. He's going to supposed to come back. Then he gets, he gets then put on leave. The talk was, he's going to sit out of here, get help. Then they come back and said, no, you're completely gone. You're done. That's where we're at now. Bob Huggins, obviously not being here. It's different, and it's odd to me because me and Nico were talking about this before. Bob is the only men's basketball coach that I have known here just because of when I really, like, started getting into it. Obviously, I was alive for John Beeline, but, like, I didn't bear, bear, watch it, Yeah, you know? Like, I just remember Bob Huggins, you know, being the top dog, you know, throughout this program. So, um, Andy, I think, just got out of class, so he should be joining us very, very shortly, um, but... I think that it's big because you're going to have a chance to play a Cincinnati team that has really has played really, really well so far this year. Um, this Cincinnati team, I'm going to pull up their schedule. So they are 13-6 and six as of right now, 2-4 and four in conference. Um, coming off, though, they have two straight losses against number 15 Oklahoma, a four-point loss there, and then... Um, Actually, a fifth. No, sorry. I read that completely wrong. They had it flipped on me. Uh, and then lost to Kansas, number seven currently, Kansas. Um, so they have a chance on Saturday to bounce back as well against UCF, who is also playing arguably some really good basketball right now because they beat Texas. They also beat Kansas. 
So they're playing some really good basketball as well. And West Virginia saw that last night. Poor, I'll tell you what, Cincinnati has had a tough stretch of games. Played number 12 Baylor, number 25 Texas, number 15, or number 14 Baylor, number 19 TCU, 15 Oklahoma, and 7 Kansas. That's a lot of ranked opponents you got to go through. That's a tongue twister for sure. That's a, lot, a of teams. lot of teams in the top 25 that you're going to have to that they had to go through. Um but before that though, they had a pretty much of a cakewalk of a schedule. Uh except Xavier, they got beat by Xavier who is arguably I mean, they're a top basketball program. I mean, always are. Uh, always are, always have been. I think that is Andy. Uh yes, he just got out of classes headed over. Uh, so he breaking news. Andy momentarily. just got out of class and he's on his breaking way. news. Andy Hartlov is on his way. So um, let's see. I'm just trying to think. I mean, Oklahoma or I'm sorry, not Oklahoma, but Cincinnati. They they're they're really good. Uh, this is a team not to mess with. They are two and three, though, away from uh, Cincinnati. West Virginia, though, they're oh and seven away. That's something else to point out. They are now. Oh, except it says 0-3. Oh, and three. oh. 0-3 in conference play. 0-4, neutral, 0-3, away. Is, is that what that is? That's the 7. So ah, I see. Away from Morgantown, yes. 100% is, um, they are 0-7, um, but are 7-5 and five at home. Um, so Still not great. Still not great. Still but, not great. I mean, at least you can win some games at home, uh, but... We're not going to get into that much. Uh, looking through, though, the rest of the schedule for West Virginia, if they want to make the tournament, they almost have to. They can lose a couple more. No, they can't. They can lose about one more and then one more in conference, and they could still get in. Because you got to think, some of these wins, though, I mean, you're in the Big 12. Some of these wins are going to be uh, ranked wins. And that's just going to help you even more. Um, if they could beat them, which would be great. I mean... I don't know. I, 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 th- talking about this team throws me in a whirl because they go out and play the best basketball of their lives against a very good Kansas team who arguably could win a national championship this year. And they then won't. you go out to UCF and you just play your worst basketball of the year. Like, it's, it, this team is just, they don't play together sometimes. And it's not going to get any better because you still have yet to add Jesse Edwards. Now, maybe they're they're not going to push him back in because they want to mesh them in practice. And if that that is what it is, I'm all for that. I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm sitting here thinking the United Tours can beat this team. And for those of you listening that don't know that, United 2 went 0-3 last year in rec basketball. Mm, that will change. That will change because uh, I'm playing. Nico's playing. We're going to win it all this year. So... I'm not playing as I am. Might be the worst basketball player ever born. Well, you can still come and support. I, I, I'm just. You, would you say Andy's better? I don't know. I, I, Ooh. I, I don't know. I listen. I've seen both of them shoot a basketball. I may have to go with Griff. Really? <laughs> yeah, I may have to go with Griff. But I'm not going to sit here and. Uh, I mean, I could. I'm, I, it's not like I'm athletically declined. I, I can hit a golf ball pretty well. I can throw a baseball pretty well. I can throw a football decent. Just cannot shoot a basketball got some to break, save my life. Got some life. breaking news for you. Let's hear it. Out of the NFL, the Dolphins and Vic Fangio have mutually parted ways. Fangio now will be the top target for the Philadelphia Eagles to hire as their defensive coordinator, and a deal is expected. Good. Fangio and the Eagles had interest in working together in 2023, but the timing didn't work. Good. This time it will. So, Fangio possibly heading to... Philadelphia. We'll talk about that a little more. Uh, we do have to watch our time. 
Um, we will be maybe only about an hour left, a little less than an hour. Um, we'll talk about some of the coaching issues um, or the coaching stuff going on right now. So West Virginia men's basketball, I'm going to leave it there. And then we're going to shift over to the women's side of things because they're playing really well right now. But uh, West Virginia, they got to win some games here. Um, because they're it, completely being eliminated from the NCAA tournament is not out of the picture. It can happen, most certainly. Um, the most probable path is obviously winning the whole thing, um, which I don't see them doing. But who knows? Maybe they'll get hot and start winning some games. Um, currently, Raekwon Battle leading the teams in points per game, 17.9. Jesse Edwards has not played like 10 games and is still second. Uh, Quince Lizinski, 13.4, is third. And then Farrakhan is Averaging 11.3. So, to switch things over to the women's side, this team is so much fun to watch. I know, Nico, you've watched a little bit of this team. Um, Electric. I've I've broadcasted a lot of these games from this team. Uh, The last game I did was uh, Cincinnati, which was a really, really... It was a really good game, and Cincinnati started to come back a little bit. um, So, West Virginia started out Big 12 play, two straight losses, then got a win over UCF, then comes home to play Houston, holds Houston scoreless in the first quarter, and I'm like, oh, that's impressive. Well, I checked my phone uh, during the Kansas game last week, and I see they held Cincinnati scoreless again, or just held Cincinnati scoreless in the first quarter, which is just totally impressive. And they are the first team in NCAA Division One history to hold two straight opponents scoreless in the first quarter. I bet you didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, you're welcome. There's a coin fact of the day. Thank you very much. Uh, so I'm gonna remember that Iowa State is going to be taking on, or I'm sorry, West Virginia will be taking on Iowa State on Saturday in Morgantown. I may be in attendance for that one. I'm not for sure. Tanner Mouts will be on the call for that one, um, unless things have changed. Um, I don't think so. So Tanner Mouse will be on the call. You can catch that one right here on United Two. The Moves ninety one point seven. WWVU FM Morgantown. You can catch that one. Uh, also. Tell your Alexa turn on United to the Moose. You ever done that, Griff? I don't have Alexa. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. I do that sometimes. Like, if there's a game on and, like, I'm watching another game, I'll mute the TV and then I'll turn on my Alexa. I mean, it's it's pretty nice. Pretty nice feature. Pretty cool down here. Uh, but uh, they do that one. They'll have that one going and then they'll play Tuesday, which Tuesday is kind of an important game. and It's not really that important. I mean, it is important because... Um, Greg Carey's coming back. Or not Greg Carey. Why did I say Greg Carey? That guy, he's a sports writer. Mike Carey is coming back to Morgantown. Former WVU head men, or head women's coach uh, three years ago it was. Because Don Pulitzer-White was last year. Yeah, so roughly around there. Two, two-ish years. Whatever. Uh, he, he's been here forever. Very successful coach here. Has Was left here. Um, I don't really think he really... I don't know if he was pushed out or what, but then he comes back once Don Plitzel White left and was like, well, I want to get back into coaching. And they were like, well, that's odd because, you know, you left here. And he tried to throw his name in the hat to get rehired here. Ren Baker was like, no, I got somebody better. And he does. Um, yes, sir. And here comes Andy um, inside here. So I'm just going to keep talking. So hopefully... I muted your mic uh, just so it doesn't pick up the noise. So Andy is here. Andy, we are currently talking about uh, women's basketball. You're going to have to use uh, Nico's mic. Uh, you guys will have to share that one. Uh, one of the mic is broken in the in the main podcast studio. I actually see Nick in there fixing it now before sports night tonight. But um, we're talking about 
Mike Carey right now. Um, so, um, I don't know. It should be... I don't know. Is it that one? Hey, don't do that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. We'll f- it just, just, is it good now? Okay. All right. You know, All right. Well, Andy, you guys will have to share a mic. So I, I think I saw you uh, walking outside that window right over there. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So Anyways. back to what we were talking about. So uh, Mike Carey is going to, he's back. Uh, we'll be back here. That'll be a game, another game you can catch right here on U92, the Moose. So this, this women's team, uh, they look really, really good right now. Um, and they won't. They they just they look really really good, uh, and so that's that's what's uh, impressive about that. Um, obviously, more to talk about with them. Um, more, they just it, it seems like they're just the defense is is incredible. But here's what we're gonna do. I have to take a phone call. Okay, so I'm gonna take a phone call. You guys are going to go okay. into your NHL bit. All right? Okay. okay. So you guys go into your NHL bit. You're not when the I babysitter. Back, we know what to do. But Is when my I mic back, on? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. No, it's on. I can't hear myself in my ears. Oh, no. It's just how it is. No, you're on. Um, so you guys are going to talk about NHL. Talk about what's going There's a lot of stuff going on. There's, there's NHL, a lot yeah? going on, and it seems to be a very interesting uh scene because for a while there was the the jets were you know leading the way when it came to just like uh when it came to absolutely grinding i don't know i I mean grinding is is an understatement to 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 what the uh the jets were doing but now they sit at number three in the league um behind boston and the canucks of vancouver um you know i used to watch the canucks a lot you know, maybe four or five years ago. Um, and the, back then, the Canucks were where, like, the Kings and actually where the Caps were now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, when they got Brock, uh, Brock Besser and, you know, they started getting their young core up. And they they do have a very young team. It's a very fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah. I and, love all those young teams that are just – because they're still – you're in the generation now. Every sport seems to have the guys that are coming in, coming onto the scene, and then you got the guys that have that have been veterans. And now they're trying. Now they're now, now they're competing against each other because now the young guys are starting to actually become stars, and the older guys they're still stars, but their time's running out. But it's interesting to see like what veteran teams do really good, what young teams do really good, what young teams do really bad, and what old teams do bad because it seems to be like. Teams like the Caps and the Pens, who are older teams, they're like middle of the pack, kind of. And you got the Jets and Canucks, who are young and they're top of the league. You got the Bruins, who are the Bruins are a rare case because they're, they're sort like of the wild card when it comes to that lot. They're middle of the pack. They're like, they're like you got you got you got Marshan, who's been in the league for a while. You got Pasternak, who's been in the league for a little bit now, who's putting up goals constantly still, which is amazing to he, think about. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, but then but then you also have young guys on top. I can't really think of the names off the top of my head, but I know they're there. Like, who who did they get? Here, hold on. I'm looking up their roster right Didn't now. Didn't they trade away? They traded away Taylor, or, um, Taylor Hall left in free agency, correct? I believe so. Did you, wait, hold on. Did you know that James Van Riemsdyk was on the Bruins? What, like in the beginning of his career? Well, no, as in like right now. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. 
I honestly, that name is a lot like um, Kovalchuk to me. It's like yeah. it's like you completely forget about him, and then you're like, oh wait, that guy's still oh, it's that hockey. guy. Yeah. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, it's like James Van Riems like has been in the league for uh, for basically ever at this point, and you yeah, know, you're coming in, and Quinn is just joining us back. This is this is a very very interesting episode. I can say this this very much. You got two people coming in and out, and geez, but no, the uh, the NHL is a very interesting uh, like scene as of right now. Um, did you hear that a uh, a few players got uh, got asked to leave the league due to um some some allegations? Yeah, including Flyers goaltender Carter Hart. Yes, which. Sorry to all the Flyers fans. Now you don't have a goalie anymore, and now your season's going to go down the crapper. Unfortunately, unless he comes back, which I doubt. Which I doubt he will, because they were they were some pretty serious allegations. You don't. Yeah, you don't come back from it, stuff like that. No, no, and you know, I don't. Honestly, I really don't feel comfortable talking about the allegations because they're no. They're, there's no need. No, th- like, there's really no need. However, but the, the allegations are that well, serious. Long story short, people from the junior team Canada got. Suspended indefinitely for allegations. That's all we have to say. Yeah. And yeah. back to Quinn with right. more stuff. Um, I mean, there's not much that we can really talk about women's basketball anymore other than they are playing their best basketball. Right now, we'll see how they bounce back against Iowa State. Hey, so, Quinn, Quinn, you know what I'm dying to mention? What? Uh, the reigning MVP, Joel Embiid, no, put up no, 70 points. No, that's not where I'm going. Why? Because we're Why? on a time that, crunch. Okay, 70 points? That's news. What are you talking about? Time crunch my rear. Yeah, but nobody really cares hey, about Donald that. Hey, Donald Mitchell got Everyone 71 cares. last year. No, okay, he, really he needed overtime to do nobody it. Let's just cares. say that. So what? Hey, he still Donald did Mitchell it. Is still did it. All right. NFL. AFC, NFC Championship. Uh, the worst team up north, uh, Baltimore Ravens, will square off against the best team in the Midwest, Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs. Uh, 3 o'clock on Sunday on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. I hate Tony Romo. We're not going to get into that, though. Uh, well, you know, Jim. And then probably, arguably, in my opinion, the game that I'm most excited for, the NFC Championship, San Francisco-Detroit. I really, really want the Lions to go. I don't, I don't know why you're more excited for that game when it's clearly not going to be as close of a game as the Ra- uh, as the Ravens-Chiefs. I just hope the Ravens get beat. That's all I care about. I don't think they are. There I, don't is, there is, I don't know. I don't know. There is one man standing in between Taylor Swift taking over the Super Bowl, and that man's name is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and he was muted, so no one heard you. Oh, um, so... It's a great, great. Is it back towards Nico? Good. It's great. Unmute Andy's um, mic. I did. I well, I unmuted Nico's mic. I should say. Um, Good. Sorry. I. I'm just. My mind is kind of in a shuffle right now from that phone. Like it's just. It's okay. Um, conference championship. Let's go predictions right now. AFC. Give me your predictions, Andy. You don't count. Nico. Um. I'll go against the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't really, uh, I don't really like uh, the Ravens. As, mm, um, good for you. As I think all of you know in here. Very, yeah, very well, well, I'm with you. Griffin. I don't like either of these teams. I'm bitter, but I'm probably going to go, uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You can't, it's hard, it's hard to count against Mahomes in the biggest moments. All right, well, I'm going to answer for Andy. He's Baltimore, so that's fair. Did you want to add anything? Go ahead, go ahead. You can add. Well, I mean... I can mute you, though, if you okay, ramble okay. on too well, I mean, long. I mean, all I'm saying is uh, Patrick Mahomes is very good on the road, so it's going to be a very, very close game. However, I said that um, for the game against uh, the Texans, and that was a complete blowout. So um, 
I am expecting nothing because, you know, there is... The a- anything, ce- yeah. could, anything could happen in this game, let's be honest. The ceiling L- Lamar, is so high. Lamar could easily get two rushing touchdowns and throw for a million yards. And on the other side, Mahomes could have the uh, game of his life. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes could throw for like 400 yards. And or they both it, could play, or they both, which I think will happen, they'll both play out of their minds. And Mahomes will win by a missed field goal again. So, my prediction, it's going to be a shootout, but the Ravens will come on on top, but it's close. Yeah, it is definitely going to be close. I think it's going to be close. Um, I think it's going to be... um, I think it's going to be Baltimore. I really want Kansas City, but I think it's going to be Baltimore. Now, on the other side of things, you got the NFC Championship with the Niners and the Lions. What are we thinking about that one? I would say that's a great segue. Um, Give me the Lions. You know, Lake Erie. Gotta love Lake Erie. Um, you know the Lions are just—they're just a gritty team. You know Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, back. dude. Dan Campbell, bite your kneecaps off, man. Amon Ross St. Brown. Now this is off topic, but oh boy. I made a Madden franchise and oh I have boy. him on the Browns. He—he he is maybe the greatest wide receiver of all time. Yeah, it's almost because the Browns don't have any wide receivers. Fair Amari enough. Cooper and or quarterback. That is true. I, because me, Joe Flacco's not on the roster next year. That's only why I said that. Bring me Baker. That's all I'll say. He ain't coming back. Yeah, there's no way. Okay, all right, we're going to talk about this. Because this is actually a really good conversation. The way that he has played this year, he has proved, which there wasn't really much to prove. I mean, I knew that he could play that way. Um, The way that he is, just the reason as to why the Browns let him go, I need to know. Because what in the, like, what did Deshaun in his early years show you like, what was better than Baker Mayfield? Well, there's a couple things. First off, the Baker labor injury. The fact that... Yeah, that obviously, that his injuries kept part. piling up. Now that's big. But now that's coming to bite you in the butt because Deshaun Watson... Yeah, and you I, know. I, I think for Deshaun, it's the playoff wins. I mean, he was able to make it into the playoffs. Yeah. He had a decent team. He played great. I mean, the O-line wasn't the best. He had Tunsil and... But, I don't even know who else... <laughs> But then what about Baker? Because he came in and gave Browns their first playoff win in 50 years, it seemed like. I mean, obviously not 50 years. It was about 20-ish, I think, around there. It gave them their first playoff win. Like To me, it just seemed like it should have been a no-brainer to keep Baker rather than trade off everything that you had, waste all the money that you had for Deshaun Watson, who has not even played a full season yet. Yeah, uh, looking back at it, that was not a good decision. No, all, but questionable, very I can, questionable. I can decision. understand at the time. I mean, before, I mean at the time, the allegations, yes, yes. But Deshaun was, in my opinion, a better quarterback than Baker before all the allegations and whatnot. Yeah, but I mean, now if you look at it, well, yeah, now Baker looks ten times better. Yeah. Baker, I mean, he came out there and played a really good game against the Eagles. That wasn't a. That was not an attack at all. He I played know. a really good game Dude, the against suck. the Eagles. Dude, the Eagles suck. I mean. Grant, I should say, played really good football all year, I should say. And it's just, I don't know. And if you're Baker, do you go to a Super Bowl contending team? Do you go somewhere else? Where's she going to go? With Where's she going to go? I mean, you could go to Pittsburgh. No, He's not going no, to Pittsburgh. No, he's, he's not, not going to Pittsburgh. You're, you're you say with, that now. You're stuck with Kenny Pickett for he's another not, couple No, they're going to. No, I, 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 which we'll get into that here in a little bit because um, we are actually – Time is is a constraint here because we have a meeting momentarily, so we probably won't get into that this week. We can probably get into that next week and have big NFL talk because then it's Pro Bowl week. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the I best week of the year. Couldn't baby. care less about the I Pro Bowl. The Andy, Pro who Bowl. do you like with the Niners and Lions? Yes, yes. Uh, I could say the Niners are a very fun team to watch. You could have a, a rematch of the last Super Bowl that the Ravens were in. Um, however, I like Derek Goff. I like the Lions. Give me the Lions. Did you say Derek? Did I? It's Jared. Jared. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just I was just wondering because I, mean, I thought. I mean, I okay. Was... I'm the same person that that has said Jalen Daniel or Jaden Daniels instead of Jalen Daniels. You know, I'm. I'm. You, it is Jaden Daniels. You get the point, okay? <laughs> They're similar names, and I get them mixed up, okay? All right, Quinn. What are you thinking? Lions. Yeah, I, I, I think just the Lions look really good right now, and I think Brock Purdy just has reached his level, and there's nowhere else to go. You know what I mean? Does it seem like that to you? No, no, okay. it doesn't. Well, it I, like I, I think me. I think San Francisco is going to win by 17 in San Francisco. I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be over before it started. Yeah, I would say they they almost lost to the Packers. The Packers are a good team. Jordan Watch. played great. Watch, but watch, they're going against Monday but St. Brown. We can talk about this obviously next week. We can talk about this next Dude, week. McCaffrey's we'll, we'll talk. Ca- McCaffrey's going to have 150 total yards rushing and receiving. He's going to have two touchdowns because Debo might not play, so they're going to throw that workload on McCaffrey. Kittle's going to get a touchdown. Purdy's going to throw for about 350. Watch. Yeah. It's going to be over before it started. Someone write um, this down. Write this down. So, oh, it's on. It's on audio. Shifting back it. in to uh, college basketball. Oh, we're going back to college basketball. Yeah, because I forgot to talk about the rankings. Um. So obviously, right now, UConn looks like the total number one team. That's 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 a given. Um, another team though that I think is kind of surprising everybody is New Mexico. I mean, I I wouldn't have thought New Mexico would be in there. I mean, that's no, that's, that's definitely good impressive. for them. You know, who's really impressing me. Oh, North Carolina. Hang on, McNeese is getting a vote. Yeah, why not? They're above five hundred. They got some. Samford's getting a vote. They've got good wins. Man, give West Virginia a vote by now. No. They got good wins. They just beat the number three team in the country. Yeah, but we got um, a bad record. Yeah, terrible record. But um, no, but North Carolina, they weren't. They they started the season, I think, seventeenth in the country, and they've yeah, just, now they're climbing. And seven Honestly, in my opinion, they could be top in the country. Yeah. Um, looking, which is this that, Armando Baycott's final year? I don't know. It feels like he's been there fifteen years. He's been there since the first tournament since COVID, right? Yeah. That's because that's when. So they play. They no, 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 no. He he's been there since since Coach K's last year because he beat him twice in those huge games. Remember? Yeah, he's a true senior this year, so he's been there four years. Yeah. Remember he, when he was on Outer Banks uh-huh. on Netflix? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? It's a great cameo. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, here's something that's funny to me. James Aconquo. This is a prime. He's example. on UNC. I didn't even know that. It's a prime example of grass isn't always greener. What's he averaging? One point. So last year he played 31 games for the Mountaineers, averaging 11 minutes a game. Transfers to UNC, averages 1.4 points a game, James and 1.6 rebounds a game. Grass ain't always greener, buddy. That's all I'm gonna say. The tennis field's greener here at Wimbledon. Hey, isn't doesn't he play tennis? Did I make that up? No, I think he did. I think that's what he played before he played basketball. The mic wasn't. Uh, yes, he is from England. Yeah, he, yes, well, wasn't he from England? Yeah, yes. yeah, yes, he is. He um, could just threw the mic. I mean, yes. hit me in the face. It was funny. Yeah. Um. So we're sitting at about thirty-five minutes. I feel like this has been a good episode. Obviously, we we go longer, but we just have a meeting in like. No, I mean it's three forty-six now. But it's... Quinn, if I had a dollar for every time you told the audience that we had a meeting, I'd be a millionaire. No, you wouldn't. You only have four bucks. Five. 
It yeah, is so at, did I. It is at five. But hey, what time is it? It's three forty six. We got plenty of time. I'll get to it later. Um so we can spend just a few more minutes. We're not gonna end it now, but we can spend a few more minutes just talking about um some of the coaching stuff that's going on um inside the NFL. Uh Vic Fangio, obviously we just said that. Love it. Love uh, it. Going to Philly. Um It's about time this defense has some discipline. You yeah, gotta, you got to teach James Rad, uh, Bradbury how to tackle. We got to teach everyone how to tackle, let alone James Bradbury. Yeah. So um, you have that, and obviously Pittsburgh's got their offensive coordinator job going through. Mike Sullivan um, is going to leave Pittsburgh, the quarterback's coach, and he's most likely going to go be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Um, so um, that's interesting. Uh the Bill Belichick situation is weird. There was a lot of smoke with him in Atlanta, but now it's kind of dissolved, Griffin. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to check every valuable option because they want to be a contender. What but the, it's, why, why it's, why I mean, you just go with the guy who... Exactly. That's what I'm rings. saying. That's that's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. Um, like, Brady still needed a defense to win Super Bowls. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Um, like people always want to knock on Belichick. No, I completely agree. Like, I mean, yeah, on. does it seem like it was Tom Brady that got their Super Bowls? Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, that's not how that stuff works. Um, so obviously, a lot of stuff going on there. A lot of questions in the NFL right now. Where's Russell Wilson going? Where's what's going to happen in LA? Who is it going to be? Variable? Is it going to be Harbaugh? Pete Carroll's name is now coming to the mix in L.A. as well. That's interesting. That will be interesting to see what happens there. Pete um, Carroll needs to retire. He's too old. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The Ravens will most likely lose all of their both of their coordinators to head coaching positions. Yeah. Um, I mean, look what happened to Philly. I mean, that hurt Philly. That hurt him bad. Fine. I don't care. I know that. Get rid of him. I mean, that's what happens in the NFL, though. I mean, you're going to lose, you know. You're gonna lose those. We guys. didn't lose our coordinators because um, they had good. They got offered good. Oh, a Super Bowl year we did. This year it was terrible. We fired them both. Jeff Saturday has this topic, and and we'll, we'll talk about this for a little bit. Um, we can go for about forty till about forty five minutes. Um, so about seven ish minutes, about ten minutes ish. Um, Dak Prescott should demand. Jeff Saturday says Dak Prescott should demand a trade to the Falcons today. What do you think? That's not gonna happen. Why no, that? but but. He should. He should. You're not going to. I mean, he'd get an easy road to a home playoff game. He'd get an easy road. I don't think that's necessarily true. Like that division. That division's terrible. Division is terrible. Panthers, Saints, Falcons, and what? Buccaneers. Buccaneers. But dude, if you go to the playoffs, you okay? You win the division with Dak Prescott, probably. Like, not denying that. You go to the playoffs. Your O line's not going to be able to handle a defensive line in the in the playoffs. You, you got to draft an offensive lineman before you go ahead and get a trade for Dak Prescott. Where's uh, who everyone else thinks he's great? I'm still not convinced. Where's Atlanta's two pick this wins. year? Where's Atlanta picking? They're in like, the, like the top what, top eighteen, top, top fifteen. I think top fifteen. They can get a decent tackle or a guard in there. So um, yeah, Alufashan. This new from Penn State. Some new things out. circulating with Mike Variable. He is meeting today with Arthur Blank, which is the Falcons' owner. Um, and they will we'll fly to Carolina to meet with the Panthers tomorrow. 
Um, so he will he will get a job this year, most certainly. It's just the matter of who's going to attack first. Um, you know who's on you know who's on the hot seat next year? Doug Peterson. Yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't make a playoff game, actually he probably has to win a couple. They had the number one seat at one point in the season, and they didn't make the playoffs. I just can't believe that. Yeah, it's that because was, they that was they picked up the terrible towel. Okay, keep talking about the terrible towel. No, but, okay. Did I you, understand the bills. That... The bills did it too. What happened? They missed wide right. I'm sorry, but it just looks see, more like a coincidence. You see, now. Chiefs and Bills fans have donated a hundred grand to Tyler Tyler Bass's like uh, veterinary charity because he missed the kick. Poor guy. I felt so bad for him, dude. I felt so bad. I think he deleted all his socials after it. I would too. Yeah. I mean, because you're going to get nothing but blasted on there because you missed a kick. Dude, you let the whole city of Buffalo down. You let down. the whole city down. Dude, you know how many Bills fans there are just around in the world? I mean, the Bills. Like, they have such a big fan base, the, and everyone is depressed. The fan base was up here because they just came off of the best win of the year by beating the team who's going to go all the way and win the Super Bowl in Pittsburgh, okay? Sure. <laughs> no, but for I mean, they just got a nice win over Pittsburgh. They did, which is adds a arguably, a, a, I mean, a really good defense. Your offense played really well against a Pittsburgh defense that did not have T.J. Watt, but was still showing you some things, and it, it, it was positivity for Buffalo because of the start of the year. That's what people were talking about on national news all week was, oh, the Bills could win it all because they just went and beat the Steelers, who had a defense. That is still playing really well without T.J. Watt, and I mean, it, it's just a that's just a fact. And they got there and they beat them, and everybody's like, "Oh, Buffalo's got a chance." They come out and Tyler Bass does it for him. I mean, it just it, it sucks for that fan base. It does. It does indeed. I mean, there's you no want to talk, Andy. Well, it's sort of hard because there's a little bit of a delay because I gotta like. It don't matter. It's fine. I mean, I got, I got, shimmy. I mean, he's got, he's got his gummy bears. <laughs> I got my gummy oh, he's bears. He's got his daily gummy bears down there. I love gummy bears. I mean, I mean, come on now, like who doesn't? Like Griff, Griff, do you want? Not now, but I am a big gummy bear guy. I mean, yeah, great, big, big gummy bear guy. What's your favorite here, color of gummy bear? I'm a red guy myself. And I green. Like, like the green. green. Greens and reds are, are good. You know, I hate, I hate like the clear ones. Like I hate those. They have no flavor. They have no substance. They're gross. They're just gross. They they are unnecessary. They're unnecessary for the gummy bear bag. I'm eating one in the in right now. It's gross, isn't it? It's 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 not good. It's not great. It's it's not good. No flavor. Like it's like you're eating air. It's it's supposed to be pineapple, but it's not. It tastes nothing like pineapple. If it was a pineapple gummy bear, I'd love it. I mean, pi- pineapple is mean, a great not, why, fruit. I mean, why not be yellow and take out lemon? Because why lemon? I I mean, lemon's not terrible. Again. It's just, it's still better than that crap that, <laughs> I don't know why we started talking about gummy bears like this. I don't know. This has been one of the you best like, conversations. You ever, so, you ever have gummy whales? Right. Gummy whales are good. Whales are good. They are. Gummy That's sharks. Gummy, right. gummy whales, so, gummy worms. Sharks. Um, a lot of stuff sharks will be, like whales. a lot of stuff will be circulating within all of that with, with the coaching stuff. Um, obviously we'll know more because, I mean, with the teams that are still in contention, you can't, um... Now you you have it's it's yeah it's like special you gotta just there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to go in. I know the Chargers were about to get in big trouble. Uh, they almost didn't follow the Rooney rule, which is you know, did you not know that? What they what they do? They because you have to you no, have to interview I know the these rule, but you know like, two what happened. 
they didn't have anybody. They didn't interview anybody until last wow. week. And people were like, uh, like they were a, a, originally like set to name coach and they didn't. So now, and now I think they're coaching. I think they should just hire Jim Harbaugh. They have to. I don't know. That'll or be Jim interesting. Harbaugh goes back to Michigan and wins another natty. I don't he think do that so. Too. I think he's going to the NFL. What do you have to say, Nico? So I have uh, breaking news out of Cleveland for the Browns. Oh, boy. Uh, Deshaun for- Watson dead. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Terrible, uh, terrible thing to say. <laughs> we don't condone those uh, words. Per Josina Anderson, I'm told Deuce Staley informed the Jets he's expected to join the Cleveland Browns per source. Love it. As the new running backs coach. Love it. Yeah, it's not a bad, that's not Love a bad option. Love Deuce Staley. At all. That's, that's, that's really not a bad, not a bad pickup for the Browns, but um, we'll see. Obviously, I mean, they still have to, they still got some things that they got to sort out on the coaching side, too, and obviously that will... They're not too concerned about it because their play caller is still on staff. Hey, are you uh, are you aware that Deuce Staley is a uh, Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles as our running back coach? Hey, may- maybe he can help us bring one to Cleveland, yep. please. I'm, I'm city's curse, brother. I, I, I know, I know. City's <laughs> curse. <laughs> the city's curse. When's your last championship? <laughs> not even trying to be a jerk, LeBron. Right? It was yeah, it was 2016. Yeah. Uh, well, if you count Columbus Crew, no, no. I mean Cleveland fans do. Then yeah, I mean you could because I mean you don't really have a soccer team, but. Yeah, Cleveland's kind of cursed. It's really unfortunate. It's rough. It's very rough. Pittsburgh wins your last ring, the Pens, 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore, their last ring, when is that? 13. 13? 12 or 13. What? The, Baltimore? Yeah, I, I think I think it was 13 on the on the ends yeah. of of, yeah. of Super Bowl champion Joe yeah. Blacko. My Caps and my Eagles won in the same year and they'll never win again. It's unfortunate. As it sad as as it is, the Capitals are not in a great spot. Nope. No. They got the they no. got the cup no. though that one time. Um, get another. But anyways, so we are going to end this episode. We'll come back next week. Probably won't record Wednesday. We'll have to record um probably Monday, Andrew. Uh you weren't in here when we were talking about that. Oh, okay. Probably okay. Monday because there's a basketball game on Wednesday. Uh, uh that makes sense. So sorry, I, I, I was in class until like No, you're good. I told them that you were in class and oh, then we just had okay. to start early. No, people people knew. The people knew. Uh, but People yeah, know. this has been episode 36 of the PRT Boys podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can listen on Spotify uh, and Apple, which I actually need to upload on Spotify. Um, but you can listen on Apple. Um, and then you can catch our beautiful voices almost every Wednesday night on Sports Night on United to the Moose, 91.7 WWVU. Again, this has been the PRT Boys podcast right here on United to the Moose.